I'm Anthony Mako. Welcome to Postmodern Liturgy. It's been almost exactly two years since the last time I posted an episode. In some ways, it feels like hardly any time has passed, but of course, in many ways, it feels like forever. The last two episodes I posted contained messages about adjustments for the beginning of something called COVID-19. At that time, everything was shutting down. It would have actually been the perfect time to lean into the podcast. That is, unless you have two young children whose school is shut down and an essential worker spouse who still has to go to work at a hospital every day. I'm certainly not complaining. We all did what we had to do. But also, I'm not going to pretend like the reason I haven't posted an episode in two years is the pandemic. Well, at least not explicitly. So many times over this last couple years, I've gotten ready to come back, sometimes closer than others. I actually love this thing very much. But there was also something keeping me from wanting to come back. Now, after a ton of reflection, I think I know what it was. It was the noise. It's just so noisy right now. I mean, in many ways, we're experiencing more isolation and more quiet than ever before. But it's still just so freaking noisy. I mean, we can read words on a screen and almost hear the yelling. I believe very much in what I'm doing here, along with what many others are doing in other spaces. But I just couldn't bring myself to add to the noise. But now I'm coming back. So what changed? Well, a couple things. First, there are several times in my life when I've felt noisy. To be more specific, I have a tendency to get dragged into something between healthy debate and screaming at the top of my lungs. I guess I've just tried to become more aware of the times when I'm screaming versus when I'm at least trying to be helpful. To be honest with you, existentially, I just spent much of the last two years angry. It's not like all that's gone, but it's just about being able to recognize it. I suspect making any noise over the last two years would have probably just been yelling. I think I'm ready to try again to be helpful. Secondly, despite all my talk about deconstruction and despite all my critiques of religion, etc., I still believe in hope. In fact, I hope my belief in hope is always present in anything I say. For example, The biggest feeling I get when it comes to deconstruction has always been a feeling of hope. I think hope would be incredibly beneficial right now. With that said, if you're like me, you remain incredibly skeptical of many packages which claim to offer hope. My goal is to return and offer nuanced hopefulness. Third, Recently, deconstruction has reemerged as a cheap applause topic in certain, quote, Christian circles. I guess that's to say the dangers of deconstruction. Well, I don't really feel the need to refute that. Their false zeal just reminded me how helpful it might be to have a regular podcast dedicated to formation through deconstruction. Look, I actually don't think much has changed about how I view deconstruction. But perhaps it would be useful to be specific. I've often described deconstruction in terms of a house. Let's say you can tell something is wrong, you know, like you see a crack forming in some drywall. Wouldn't it be helpful to explore what's going on in the foundation? Deconstruction is taking the house apart 
to see what's necessary and what isn't. It's incredibly intentional. It's not taking dynamite to the house. If you go in your basement and you see white supremacy in the foundation, it would be good to remove it or replace it with something more firm. Perhaps while you're down there, you realize your entire foundation is built on shame. Your house is going to collapse. As a matter of fact, I think I remember someone saying something about wise people being intentional about building their houses on rock instead of sand. Don't you want to know what's down there? I don't have a lot of patience for people who build their platforms and maybe more importantly their bank accounts by encouraging people to be unthoughtful and unintentional. So we return almost exactly two years later, right back where we left off in the season of Lent. Just a couple things will be changing. If you visit postmodernliturgy.com, you'll see I did away with my Patreon. I cannot thank those Patreon supporters enough for their generosity over the first couple years, but I've entered a different phase of life than I was in when I first started Postmodern Liturgy. I'm back to working full-time at a church, one I enjoy very much actually, Scioto Ridge United Methodist Church in Hilliard, Ohio. Fortunately, that takes some financial pressure off. I mention that because you will see that some of the resources I used to reserve for patrons are now open to anyone on the website. I'll continue to post several free resources there, but the benefit of not having a Patreon is less pressure to post those resources regularly. Now, I would actually love for Postmodern Liturgy to at least pay for itself, and I do have some plans for more expensive resources I'd like to develop in the future, so there will always be ways to support, but I'll keep you posted about those, and you'll be able to find those on the website. My main goal is to try and move away from models that lock people into regular contributions. Finally, I'm going back to posting on the Monday ahead of each liturgical Sunday. So I will be back on February 28th to bring you the first Sunday in Lent, which is actually Sunday, March 6th. I do love this podcast. It's good to even start to formalize coming back. Thank you to the many of you who have continued to encourage me to come back. Check me out at postmodernliturgy.com. Rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to them. Can you explain that again? So, so a house is on rock, and when it rains, a rock, and the rain rains on the house, on the rock, the house on the rock, that rock is strong enough to hold it. And then when it holds, it doesn't sink. But when the house is on sand and it rains, it just sinks. So, so, but the people, when they walk out of the door, they might be on the They might be safe enough because the door's up, up, um, uh, not under the sand, so they can be safe.